You're listening to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast, episode number eight. Goal setting is one of my most favorite things. I love goal setting for my own business. I love helping other people set goals for their businesses. And I just think goal setting can be so powerful if it's done well. So as we're nearing the end of 2020, how crazy is that? I thought it would be the perfect opportunity to share an episode all about setting goals for the new year. So I'm excited for this episode. I'm going to be sharing a few steps to help you get started with goal setting. And then toward the end, I'm going to be sharing a few quick tips when it comes to goal setting to make sure that you're doing it strategically. So if you haven't really started setting goals for the new year, or maybe you have just started thinking about it, but haven't done anything about it, this episode is going to be so good for you. I'm really going to map out how you can make sure that your goals are strategic and that they're not just fluffy wishes because we all know that New Year's resolutions often fall short. But I want you guys to set up your year for success. So that is why I am sharing this episode with you so that you can start getting serious with your goals. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode all about setting goals for the new year. Hey, welcome to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast. My name is Sarah Luthi and I love all things marketing, money, mindset and helping creative entrepreneurs pursue their purpose. Nothing in life or business is perfect, but I believe in the power of taking imperfect action and showing up with grace, authenticity, and intentionality. So if you're ready to imperfectly pursue your biggest goals and build a life and business you love, there is a place for you here. I love goal setting so much. I love setting goals for my own life and my own business, and I really like helping other business owners set their goals too. It amazes me how many people I speak to who have never really set proper goals in their business before. And that's something that I walk my coaching clients through right at the start of the program is really helping them flesh out some of their goals and their vision for their business. I firmly believe that goal setting is so much more than just setting these fluffy wishes. Goal setting has intention. Goal setting is more like creating plans. It gives you direction, it gives you focus, and it really helps you to know where you want to be and where you want to go. I love this quote by Christy Wright. She says, goals are different than resolutions. While resolutions often fall short, goals get you to where you want to go. And I thought this was such a good quote, particularly as we are nearing the end of 2020 and going into 2021. It's very easy at this time of the year or at the start of a new year to set these quote unquote goals, but treat them more like resolutions. I'm sure every year we all set some kind of health goal, whether that's to go walking every day or lose some weight or eat healthier, or I feel like a goal that I set every year is to develop a reading habit. We all set these resolutions as such, but if we don't go about it the right way, those resolutions fall short. And another 12 months will go by and your goal list for the next year will be pretty much identical. I don't know if you can relate to that at all, but I definitely feel that every year there are very similar goals in terms of my personal life, 
because I haven't exactly focused on them throughout the year and I haven't done anything about those goals, which are more like resolutions after January 3rd or 4th or 5th. So this is why I wanted to record this episode because so many people set these goals but don't actually make plans or have any idea how they're going to get there. It's one thing saying, I want to earn $100,000 this year. But if last year the data tells you that you might have only made $5,000, it's going to take a lot of work to get from $5,000 to $100,000. Now, don't get me wrong. I still think you should be setting bold goals. But if you literally just set this resolution of to make X amount and have no idea how you're going to make that happen, you're more than likely just going to fall short. Anyway, so I'm really excited to dive into this episode today. I thought I would share a few steps to help you get started with goal setting and then toward the end I will share a few extra tips to help you actually see results from your goals throughout the year. So number one, I want you to grab a pen and paper or just open up the notes app in your phone and I want you to do a little bit of a goal brain dump. Now I actually haven't heard anyone talk about this before, I'm sure it's been done, but this is something that I just thought of for myself. It's something I did last year and I just think it's a really helpful way for you to get everything that is swirling around in your mind, things that you perhaps haven't even really considered or thought about, but really just spending some time thinking about what are the things that you hope to achieve next year? What are the things that you would love to see happen in 2021? Now it's called a brain dump for a reason. So I want you to write down or type down literally everything that you would love to see happen literally everything that you would love to see happen, whether that's financial goals or to purchase a course or to be featured somewhere or to book X amount of clients or to purchase a new software to help you get organized with your business or maybe it's to go to some networking events or to launch a new product or to start an email list. I don't know, whatever it is, I want you to get all of it down from your brain onto paper or onto your screen just as a way to start. Okay, step number two is to now pick between two to five what I call focused goals. Now, your brain dump list is more than likely going to be a little bit of a mess. It's probably going to be very, very long. And this is why I don't want you to stop this exercise here because often I think people may do a version of this goal brain dump, as I said, and then they kind of stop there. But I think it's important to pick between two to five focused goals. I think three is quite a nice, happy number, but I think between two and five is also a good number. And these goals are going to be, just as the title says, your focused goals, the things that you're really going to be working toward, the things that are going to remain at the forefront of your mind. And these goals are really going to help you make decisions in your business. It's going to shape how you run your business because these are the two, three, four, five areas that you have committed to working towards in the new year. Now, I know that between two and five isn't that much, but that's why I think it's really important. So think about what is important to you. It could be a financial goal. It could be a sales goal or a profit goal. It might be a number of clients or sales that you make in your online shop. It could be maybe launching a new offer or product or service. Really, what are the big things that you want to achieve next year? Now, I know that those examples are pretty big examples and these focused goals will more than likely be some of these more bold goals. 
But I really want you to think about what are the things that you really want to work toward. Don't feel like you need to set five focus goals. If you only have two, maybe your two goals are to make X amount of money and book X amount of clients. That's great. Those are still two very strategic, very specific goals to work toward. One of your focus goals may even be a little bit broader. It might be to elevate your marketing strategy or make yourself more known in the industry. I believe that can still be a focused goal because in the next step, which I'm about to share, we're going to start working backwards and create mini goals to help us achieve that broader focused goal, which leads me to step three, as I said, is to create mini goals. Some people call these action items. I think mini goals is kind of fun, whatever you want to call them. But this is where you can start to work backwards and kind of reverse engineer some of your goals. How are you going to make that happen? What are the actions that you need to take? And therefore, what are the mini goals that are going to help you reach your bigger focused goal? For example, maybe your focused goal is to make $100,000 in sales. So let's work backwards. So in order to make that, we need to sell X amount of product or maybe you don't want to sell that many units. Maybe instead you need to raise your price. Okay, now let's work backwards again. In order to raise your price, do you need to elevate your marketing strategy so that you can actually charge those increased prices? Or if your mini goal was to sell X amount of product or book X amount of clients, then again, maybe we do need to review your marketing strategy to make sure that you're reaching the right amount of people, you're reaching your target market or ensuring that your brand is up to scratch. So for the purpose of this exercise, let's say that the next step is to look at your marketing strategy. So if we work backwards, then maybe your next mini goal could be to show up on Instagram five times a week, whether that's yourself or maybe you outsource to a social media manager. But I hope this gives you an idea of what it's like to work backwards. Okay, so I'll just run through that again, the exact same example. You want to make $100,000. That's your focused goal. In order to make that, you need to sell X amount of product or book X amount of clients. Let's work backwards. In order to do that, you might need to review your marketing strategy. And therefore, your mini goal that you can actually work towards is to show up on Instagram five times a week by outsourcing to a social media manager. Is this making sense? Now, you're probably going to do this so many times because obviously to make $100,000, there are going to be so many different factors and so many different pathways to make that happen. But it's important for you to get into the habit of working backwards, reverse engineering your goals. What are the things that you need to do in order to meet your goal? Okay, moving on. Now that we've done that as many times as you need to for your focused goals, now we want to break these goals into quarterly goals if possible. Now, quarterly goal setting is a little bit different and obviously you're going to pretty much do this exercise every quarter and you don't need to plan your entire year in advance. You don't need to set out exactly what's going to happen because things come up. But at the same time, we still want to be intentional with our year we want to start thinking strategically about what our year is going to look like. For example, here in Australia, we're going to be in the middle of peak wedding season pretty much between late March until early November, I would say, particularly because of COVID. Obviously, a lot of bookings have been moved across to next year. So next year is just absolutely insane. And I know that I'm not going to be able to do a whole lot of big launches or big projects in between those months. So some of my other goals or other launches I know will need to be done either early in 2021 
or likely toward the end of 2021. So hopefully that makes sense. I really just want you guys to pretty much take a good look at your year and where possible, try to plan your goals with your year in mind. So maybe there is a part of the year that makes sense to do a specific launch. Maybe your business works around different holiday periods and that's something that you need to keep in mind when you're planning your year and setting goals. Anyway, that's just a bit of a small step. Sometimes there's not a lot you can do in terms of planning out exactly how that's going to happen, but I did still want to mention it in case this would be applicable for you. Okay, and then the last step of this goal setting process before I dive into other tips is to pretty much categorize anything else on your brain dump list into various categories. Now, the reason I say this is because if you have like a two-page document full of different goals that you came up with during your brain dump time, (laughs) chances are it's going to be a little bit overwhelming and you're probably going to forget most of what you actually wrote down. So I'd recommend spending some time pretty much categorizing your goals. So maybe one of your goals in your brain dump time was to get to 5,000 Instagram followers or to grow your email list to 1,000 subscribers or to be featured on five podcast interviews or something like that. All of those things would all come under marketing or press or something like that. Maybe some of your goals are more team related, like to hire a new team member or increase your team members hours. So obviously those goals would come under the banner of team. Other popular categories that I've found for my own business have been obviously financial categories. That's where I can just keep all of my financial related goals in that section. I often have an education goal where I will say I would love to invest in this this year. Sometimes I know exactly what I want to invest in. Sometimes there are courses that have been on my mind for however long, or there's a coach that I've been wanting to work with, or sometimes I just know that I want to learn how to do X. So then I'm going to need to find the course or the coach or the resource or the program that's going to teach me how to do that. So I think having an education goal is really, really important. I'm obviously so passionate about self-development and education and really growing as a professional and as a business owner. So that's why I think having an education category is really important. Other categories that I personally have are brand goals and then some more like back-end organization goals as well. So just to recap those steps, number one, you just want to brain dump everything that you want to achieve. Anything that comes to mind or has been laid on your heart, put it all on your goal brain dump list. Step two is to pick between two to five focused goals. And these are the goals that you're really going to remember as you make decisions in your business. These are the things that are really going to be driving you in your business. Step three is to create mini goals. So this is where we can work backwards from our focus goals and therefore create mini goals to help us achieve our focused goals. Step four, if possible, try to break down your goals throughout the year and creating some plans where you can in terms of what your year looks like so that you can achieve the goals at the appropriate time in the year. And then step five is categorizing the rest of your goals into goal categories so that you can really be clear on what your marketing goals are, your team goals, or your financial goals are. These categories are going to be different for each business, but hopefully that gives you a little bit of an idea of what it could look like for you. Now, moving into a few quick tips to help you with your goal setting is number one, to keep your goals smart. Now, I learned this 
I think in primary school, we've all probably heard it at some point, is the method of SMART goal setting. Now, SMART is an acronym, which means that it's an abbreviation created from the initial letters of other words. So SMART, S-M-A-R-T, obviously stands for different things. And I just want to quickly run through them with you guys. I know you've probably heard them a million times before, but I really believe that SMART goal setting is so, so crucial when you are setting goals. So number one is making sure your goals are specific, that they are clear and concise and clearly state what you hope to do. Number two, M stands for measurable. So making sure your goal is actually trackable, making sure that there's some kind of metric that you can measure your goal progress by. Number three, A stands for attainable or sometimes achievable, whatever you prefer. So ensuring your goals are manageable, realistic, of course, challenging, but also possible. Number four, R stands for realistic or sometimes I've seen relevant used. Now, I often get confused between A and R and I don't really have a clear way to describe the difference. But what I would say is that A, attainable, looks at what is possible, like what is physically possible in your business. But R kind of looks at a little bit more of your personal goals. Like, is that relevant to you? Is that something that you actually want to be working towards? I think realistic also looks at more external factors. So I guess you could say that technically it's possible and it's attainable to book, say, 100, 200 clients. But with everything else that you need to do in your business, it may not be realistic. So I think that's how these two work hand in hand. And then last but not least is time bound. So giving yourself a deadline for your goals. Now, obviously we're talking about annual goal setting. So for most of these things, you're probably going to give yourself till the end of the year, but certain goals I would recommend you put a date on. Kind of like what I was saying before, where possible, breaking these down into quarterly goals or monthly goals so that it doesn't come to December 2021 and you're hustling hard trying to achieve all of these goals that you forgot about throughout the year. So you might say that if you want to rebrand, you want to do that by June 30th, 2021. Anyway, moving on to my next quick tip that wasn't so quick. I want you guys to actually create some personal goals. I know that this podcast is very much business focused and pretty much this whole episode has been focused on business goals. But I really want you guys to set yourself some personal goals. It might even be something like, how much do you want to work? Of course, that's still a work goal, but I would say that's probably more of a personal goal as well. Obviously, there are other personal goals like health related goals or things like buying a new car or a personal goal could even be to pay off a certain amount of debt or to go on X amount of date nights with your partner. Whatever that looks like, now is your chance to create some personal goals. This is something I probably haven't been great with in the past. I always get so focused on my business and setting goals for my business, but I'm increasingly believing that life and business is so intertwined. And if I want to show up in my business well and really serve my clients well, I need to make sure that my life is supporting that, that I'm finding joy in my own personal life as well. So that's just a quick tip when it comes to setting goals for the new year. And then my final tip to wrap us up, I really want you guys to tell someone what your goals are. I believe accountability is so important. And even just knowing that someone else knows what you're aiming toward is going to help you stay focused and motivated. So whether that's your partner or your friend or ideally your business friends or a business coach, please don't be scared to open up about your goals. 
So you're probably not going to want to plaster them all over social media and tell the entire world because it's probably just not appropriate. But try and find a few people in your circles that you can share your goals with and ask them to keep you accountable. Of course, if you don't hit your goals, you don't want those people to slam you for not achieving what you set out to do. But but just having people in your circle who you know are supporting you, who know where you're heading in your life and in your business and being that extra support and accountability that you might need. So there are just a few quick tips that I have for you. So keeping your goals smart, creating personal life goals as well as business goals, and then telling someone or someone's your goals for that added accountability and support. So I hope that this episode has been helpful for you guys. I'm really excited to hear what are the goals that come out of this for you. Feel free to message me your goals. I can't guarantee that I'm going to remember your goals and check in on all of you because obviously that's something I do for my coaching clients but please feel free to dm me tell me what you learned this episode if you have any questions please reach out but I would really encourage you guys to set some goals for the new year by the time 2020 finishes I often find that I'm still kind of tweaking my goals in January because December is often just so crazy with Christmas shopping and wrapping up the year I've often started with my goal setting in December and then in January I realize oh my goodness it's new year I really need to make sure that I've spent the time that I need to spend setting my goals but hopefully this episode will help you guys get started with goal setting and help you start mapping out your vision for 2021 so that's it for this episode the next episode I'll be sharing all about my personal reflections of 2020 I was gonna say 2021 don't get ahead of yourself Sarah but I'm just going to be sharing a few reflections of the year and kind of sharing a little bit more of my personal journey with business this year so that'll be a good episode I'm excited for that one so make sure to tune into the next episode but until then keep on imperfectly pursuing your purpose and I will chat to you guys in the next episode hey did you love today's episode be sure to subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode and I would be so grateful if you could leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts this lets me know what kind of content you are loving so that I can keep creating valuable content for you in the future it also helps this podcast to find its way to the ears of other creatives just like you You can check out the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned in this episode or head to my website, sarahluthie.com for more information on my coaching services as well as some cheeky freebies. Thank you so much for being here, friend. I am so grateful for you and I'm cheering you on as you imperfectly pursue your purpose.